to a special Ready, Set, Scale series called Have You Heard? There will be a total of four special Have You Heard episodes over the course of 2021 that will focus on popular trends within multiple vertical markets sponsored by Zebra. In today's episode, we'll speak with Paul Hilton, field mobility expert for North America at Zebra. Welcome, Paul. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing well today. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes. Wonderful. Well, we are so glad to have you on today. And to get started, you know, we like to give our listeners a little bit of information about your background, what your current position is focused on today, and just kind of overall what you do at Zebra. Sure. Well, I have a great role here at Zebra Technologies. I'm essentially an industry strategist, but uh, it's a very broad title here. Essentially, I look after sub-verticals within manufacturing and transportation logistics. I help customers within those spaces with their industry-specific challenges. And then I make sure that Zebra's direction in those spaces are aligned with where those customers need us to go. Well, great. So kind of being the expert with transportation and logistics, what would you say has been the most surprising trend that you've seen within that group within the last year? Within the last year and all the fun that that year has given us, you know, a lot of things really, you know, our customers are able to are extremely flexible, extremely versatile. They know how to ramp up through a peak season and, and kind of dial it back. So, you know, that was as expected. I, I think the most surprising thing is how connected and how much of a community that that this space is within manufacturing, transportation, logistics. It's, you know, you'll we'll often hear that, you know, accounts say, you know, we were talking with so-and-so group over here about this, or we, we noticed you over here in this other area, this other account. We were wondering if you could do the same for us. But, you know, the, it was surprising at how much they were talking with each other just through the challenges over the last year. We didn't have a lot of answers on what was going on. And, you know, when you're running these operations and you can't stop, we don't have an answer. We don't know isn't really suitable. So we saw a lot of, a lot of our accounts, a lot of our customers talking with each other, you know, Hey, how are you providing a safe environment with this? What are you being told about this? What are you, are you doing anything with testing? You know, how are you handling vaccines, you know, or uh, with your workforce? So, you know, it was, it was a lot of chatter just around how to take care of their workforce and, and, make sure that they they don't miss a step there. So that was probably the most surprising thing. Got it. So, which is interesting too, because I guess, you know, last year when uh, things were starting to change and really over the the past year, there's a lot of information that I feel like from the supplier and the distribution standpoint, we've tried to put out there saying, hey, here's what we're seeing and hearing in the industry. But to think that really, one of the most surprising trends is that it's really that peer-to-peer conversation and opinions that people were having and how important and influential that was last year. So, so no, that's, that's something new to think about that we haven't really heard as well. So in your opinion, then, looking more at recent events that have disrupted the supply chain, what would you say those events were and how that impacted the food distribution and cold chain supply industry specifically? Sure. Well, with the pandemic, we 
you know, we saw a lot of accounts shifting their their production, their channels to market, really exercising whatever flexibility that they could. An example I love to use is a lot of our breweries, you know, the the points of, I'll say, consumption where, you know, you would normally go out to a restaurant or bar and get product that might have been, you know, distributed in a keg can no longer be viable if if those points of consumption are being shut down. So, you know, we saw a shift over to points of sale, you know, the grocery stores. And so it was a, it was a major effort for a lot of these breweries to try to turn down their kegging lines and, and switch over to canning and bottling lines just so they can keep product on the shelves at our grocery stores when we go there. We saw a move with their our customers' product portfolios. You know, they might have might not have been able to get some of their specialty ingredients. They um, they might have been able to, but you know, knowing that that specialty product takes a little bit longer to produce. You know, we saw a lot of folks moving over to kind of low margin product that is a little bit easier to produce, a little bit quicker to produce, just to make sure that they had something on the the shelves when when you and I went to the grocery store and or did that online order there to to get that food. A lot of flexibility there, but we we did see quite a few movements, quite a few large trends happening before the events of last year. You know, a lot around food safety was was starting to drive a lot of the conversations we were having. So, you know, how can we do more, you know, quality insurance checks? You know, let's talk about uh, our recall times. Let's, you know, a lot of our customers do mock recalls and see what areas, you know, where the the weakest link in the chain is for that and how they can improve that. Uh, We saw a lot of movement and discussion around temperature sensors just as a lot of this perishable food is so temperature sensitive. So there's quite a few, you know, last year did hold quite a few uh, challenges for everyone, but there was, there's some pretty big movements going on before that. So something you just mentioned that I think is interesting and probably applicable, especially to zebra is around temperature sensing. So when we think about zebra and the products that they have available, are there any new solutions or new products that are benefiting those in the food distribution and cold chain supply chain industries that you could share with us? Sure. Yeah. So a couple yeah, I want to say it was a couple of years ago. We 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 made an acquisition for Temp Time, which was a very interesting group doing some really innovative things with labels and temperature sensing, mostly in the pharma space, but we looked at them and we we saw a lot more possibility there as a lot of our a lot of our accounts have cold chains somewhere in their operation so we've been you know continuing to integrate that group into into our portfolio and you know we have some what we call data loggers temperature sensors you know there's there's quite a few out there they there's quite a few different ways to use them different degrees of sensors uh, they can get very expensive, though. You know, some can track location and temperature of a good, of a case, of a of a truck, of a shipment, of a pallet. But it, you know, that uh, that can get pretty pricey pretty quick. Often, you know, more than what our customers are wanting to spend right away. 
as they start to take a look at sensors and dip their toe in this water. But you know, there are some 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 middle areas here. That's that's a good first step into it, and often good enough to to do exactly what a lot of our accounts are looking to do. So we do have a couple new what we call data loggers. So it's just a very simple sensor that just travels with whatever product, case, pallet, truck that uh, you're looking to track and just constantly logs the data that is uh, on that journey. And then once you get to a certain point, you can collect that data and, and see just exactly what kind of journey that, that product had. You know, did it, did it go outside of a custom configurable temperature zone that you had set? Or if it did, how long was it outside that temperature range? So start to get a little bit more visibility into what's just happening with your product when it's not under your roof. Well, and that's the perfect segue into my next question, which is talking about food distribution. Recall is probably the number one consumer concern. So are there any real life examples of where temperature sensors were used to help overcome this challenge and or concern? And maybe more specifically, giving an example of Zebra's temperature sensors being able to put the consumer's mind at ease. Sure, sure. So we, it's, we're right on the cusp of it. So it, uh, but we are starting to see a lot of activity, a lot of pilots, proof of concepts going right now. And, you know, one example that we, that uh, be delicate with, but, uh, you know, we, we did have a, a major account that, uh, that had some issues and, and made some headlines, unfortunately, with some of their product. And we're starting to take a look at, you know, using these data loggers with them. That way they can track that product from their facility, from the from their finished goods storage all the way out to their point of sales and point of consumptions. And using these data loggers, you know, at the time of delivery, you can scan that data logger, see exactly what kind of journey that that product has had and know right away whether it's it's still a viable product that should be delivered or if it's something that needs to be, you know, taken back. It's all too often it happens that, you know, a, a case of product might sit on the loading dock a little too long. And it's it's just an, another level of checks there to before you give that to your, your end consumers or your customers there that, that you know that that from the time that that was a finished good all the way out to that delivery, that it's been within this range and and something that you can have in your hands and real data that you can show and use later. Well, and, you know, kind of like what you said at the very beginning where a trend last year was that peer-to-peer conversation and insight, you know, consumer opinion right now is so extremely important as well. And so that is definitely a, a challenge that certainly needs to be addressed and overcome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Ready, Set, Scale's special episode of Have You Heard? for providing us with an in-depth overview of Zebra's transportation and logistics portfolio and the latest cold chain and RFID technologies. And now, a message from our sponsor. When you help customers take advantage of the benefits of Zebra's fixed RFID readers and select industrial printers, you both win. For a limited time, you can receive an instant rebate of up to $80 when customers purchase either the FX7500 or FX9600 fixed reader, and up to $125 when customers purchase select industrial printers. 
Please contact your ScanSource sales rep or dedicated business development manager for more information. I really hope you enjoyed spending time with us today. Be sure to join us again for our next Have You Heard? episode. And in the meantime, let us know if you have any questions or any suggestions for future podcast topics by going to scansource.com backslash RSS question. We love hearing from you.